Hi guys, I'm Bree. And I'm Allie, and this is Off Script. If you think about it, books are potential scripts for movies. When this adaptation happens, typically it's disappointing because they went off script. In this series, we will be talking about how off script they went. We're in episode 10. I'm glad you know what episode we're on. <laughs> I keep track. There you go. I'm just like, it's withering heights. Does it count as episode 10? Because of our bonus episode, or is this No, really I would call this nine. Oh. Hello! Hello. Welcome to Off Script, the podcast where we compare books to movies. Yeah. We remember this time. <laughs> we did. I nine, almost forgot. Nine episodes. <laughs> I know. I know. No, it took us eight episodes, because we do it in the second one. Oh, yeah, we remember that one. We didn't do it in the first one. Nope. And then I don't think we did it again. Nope. I don't remember. Only two episodes have come out since we're recording this, so don't know. <laughs> but anyways, let me paint you a picture. We are currently at my mom's friend's house because I'm house sitting. And she has a cat. And <laughs> I'm allergic to cats. And it all rubbed up on me. So if I sound a little stuffed up. You know what's hilarious? <laughs> The last time we were here and you recorded, I'm pretty sure you said the exact I same thing. I think so. That was the fourth Harry Potter. <laughs> yep. And we are sitting in new locations, so hopefully it's not as echoey yeah. as that last one was. Because that time it was horrible. It was our worst one yet. Yes. So we realize it's bad, you guys, and we are doing everything. <laughs> trying. We're trying to. So. Without spending a buttload of money. At a studio. Yeah. So. At a studio just for ourselves not even at a studio oh, that yeah <laughs> so that's where we're at Woo. anyways that's your picture <laughs> lovely picture <laughs> um okay so this week we are going to talk about wuthering heights whoa we're out of harry, harry potter, potter. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness it's weird took forever i know way I'm, too long i'm excited me too i'm okay. excited to jump into other books yeah definitely i know since we uh have finished harry potter we we're like knocking these books out in like a week yeah it's going pretty quick i'm pretty proud of us yeah anyways i kind of knew i would i didn't think i would i'm a quick reader yeah i didn't think you would either well, thanks. <laughs> I, I know your life. <laughs> I know, but so you guys, I finally jumped on the wireless earpod things. So I don't have an iPhone, so they're not AirPods. No. So I, headphones? Yes. I just bought like $20 ones on Amazon. But you guys, it's like magic. I just listen all the time. I took my kids to, well, I'll get into this more next book but i took my kids to the children's museum oh yeah. and i just was listening to it the entire time i was there yeah. and so i was like oh that was like three hours of a book right there me i don't like listening to books i have to actually physically read the oh, books no. so. i do so much better with audiobooks which yeah. you know is not great for my mental like what am i trying to my ed my oh your educator no like oh. it's it's listening doesn't build that muscle oh, like the reading does. comprehension or whatever yes. yeah so unfortunately but you know what i don't know i signed <laughs> up to do a podcast with you guys so if we want to do it i gotta do this quick and with i am you guys. enjoying it yes 
with all of our friends, okay. all of our peeps. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Show you know me. what I realized? Yeah. Because the next question you're going to ask is, why did we choose this book? Yep. And I realized you're never going to answer that question. <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, here, I actually have it right here. <laughs> Let me read you exactly what I wrote. Why did we pick this book? Because Rafe, a.k.a. Voldemort, is the main actor. As for more reasons, ask Bree. So we've said it before. I'll say it again. I pick the books. (laughs) Yeah, we agree. We like contribute ideas to our huge book list. Yeah. And I feel like I've probably contributed like 90%. Yes, you have. And then I just kind of let Brie organize them and Mm -hmm. she tells me what to read. So I just go, okay. (laughs) That's what's next. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Withering Heights is one of my all time favorite books. Like I love it. And honestly, before Allie and I agreed to this podcast, I wanted to reread Withering Heights. And of course, right when I was deciding to reread it is when we came up with this idea and then it was like oh cool i have to read harry potter first. that's probably also why it took me forever with harry potter. you would think that would make you go faster because uh, you'd be like as soon as i'm done with harry potter i can read this book and eh, that doesn't really do that for me for yeah. me it's like oh i still have to get through this <laughs> well yeah so that's your answer that's why mm-hmm. we did it oh also i had oh. never seen the movie I know, you guys. So I've never read the book or seen the movie. Bree's never seen the movie. We're getting into things that we haven't seen yeah. or read. Yeah. That's like exciting. <laughs> Allie says are read, but really that's her. All me. <laughs> I yeah. think there's like, oh, I haven't read. I didn't read Misery. I hadn't read Cujo, Carrie. A lot of Stephen King stuff I haven't read. I'm yeah. like 50-50 with him, but pretty much everything else I've read. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so, this should be exciting. This will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But now I know why I never watched Withering Heights. <laughs> we'll get into it. <laughs> okay, so the author is Emily Bronte? Bronte. 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 <laughs> Director Peter Kosminski. Mm, fun one. Yep. And screenplay writer was Annie Devlin. So we did, there are three options we could have chosen from for this movie. And we chose the 1992 one because Ralph. Rafe. Rafe. Gosh. <laughs> Guys, it's spelled Ralph. It Just, is. Me, it is. <laughs> it is in it. So how was that choice? I guess we get to that at the end. I was going to say, but also the three choices. Did you say that one of them is a TV show? No, I didn't. So one of them's a TV show, and I really freaking wish I chose that one. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but I don't know. I've never heard of PBS Masterpiece, and I still haven't looked it up because I plan on watching that because it stars Tom Hardy, who I love, and he's Heathcliff, and it stars the guy who plays Rick from The Walking Dead, but he's oh. also in, I think his name is Andrew Lincoln. He's in Love Actually. He's the guy with the signs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he plays Edgar. Oh. All right, so let's start our comparisons. So, starts off. Oh, wait, we didn't do our synopsis. No, we did not. And we didn't do how what how long and years and stuff. Yeah. Okay, let's go with the synopsis. We're going out of order, you guys. I know, wow. You're going oh synopsis gosh. first? I know. You look, know, look, we were so excited to be apart from Harry Potter, and now we're screwing it up already. <laughs> that was all Allie, not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, synopsis. I was going to let Brie tell it because it's one of her favorite books. 
okay, hold on. Sorry, I had to type in what I was searching for so that I wouldn't forget. Oh. Um, okay, so it's an old book, guys. It's Emily Bronte. It's like Jane Eyre style old. It's basically a it's a love story, <laughs> but it's a it's a messed up love story. Uh, it's about two kids coming from two different uh, classes, I guess you would say, and falling in love with each other, but because they know it's wrong, they really can't go for each other. And it's kind of their tale of growing up and seeing how that relationship unfolds. Yes. All right. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. There's a whole lot more in there. We'll get to it. So. What else would you have put it? Well, there's like, it's a love triangle. That's true. It is a love triangle. It, yeah. It's a love triangle. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the triangle the dude's in the same class as her. <laughs> yeah. So let me do the years. So the book came out in December of 1847. And the movie <laughs> came out August 1992. Hey, it came out your, when what? you were born. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of amazing. <laughs> kind of funny. So that's a 145 year difference. In case y'all <laughs> needed help with that math. And yeah. I was, I thought that was pretty cool when I saw what big of a difference that was. Because we're like Harry Potter, three years and stuff like that. Yeah, Anyways. that's true. I think we're going to start getting into that a lot more. Not a hundred years. But yes, <laughs> but farther than yeah. two years, three years. Yeah. Now let's begin. All right. You want me to take it away? Sure. Go for it. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> this movie frustrates me so much. Do I start with Lockwood or do I start with the narrator? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so the book. I would say go by book and then we'll tie it in. Tie it in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. In the book, you follow a character named Lockwood. In the movie, he's in two scenes. One in the beginning and one in the end. So Lockwood basically in the book has... He needs a place to stay. And Heathcliff is the owner of a place called uh, The Grove. Isn't it the Heights? Grange? Oh, yeah, no, the Grange. Thrush, Thrushcross Grange? I think yeah, it's it is the Grange. Grange. Okay, so he's staying, or he has a place, Thrushcross Grange. Oh my goodness. The Grange. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that at the end. Uh, and no one's living there. So he rents it out. So Lockwood is like, cool, I'm going to be your tenant. And he comes to meet him and pay him and be like, hey, I'm your tenant. Plus, he's a sociable guy. So he wants to get to know who his landlord is and, like, have a relationship with him. Because also, like, how I imagine this, because a lot of the words are old, so I'm not 100% sure that what I'm retaining and seeing is what is actually meant. But, like, I feel like all that's separating them is, like, a big hill. And maybe, like, a field. Yeah. It sounded like they said it was, like, four miles, but it, that's what I imagined, too. Yeah. Like, walking distance. Except for I also was, like, there were a few times where they're like, ah, oh, you probably shouldn't make that trek. And I'm like, that's not that bad. He's leaving in the middle of the morning. Why don't you want <laughs> Right? We walk, we walk three miles on our walk, like, every Monday <laughs> <Yeah>. evening. <laughs> you can't go out there. Um, So he goes... To Heathcliff, 
But then a storm happens, and actually tonight is the night where they tell them to walk back. Uh, but they also are like, but you can't stay here. Basically, I can't even remember who ends up inviting him to stay. Is it young Kathy? In the book or the movie? I'm nowhere near the movie oh, okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the servant, Zila. That's why I couldn't remember her name, because Zila. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this was written in 1840... What? 1847. How is that a name that was... Zila. In 1847 is what I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. That's unique. Uh, but anyway, the servant Zila takes him up to a room so that he can stay. Which is then where he sees Catherine's ghost. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, but we don't know it's Catherine at this point. Um, basically gets scared. Runs home in the storm. So is basically sick. Which is a common occurrence throughout this book. I feel like everyone's getting sick left and right. Oh my gosh, yes. They're sick out over being sad. They get sad and then they get sick. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, so then he gets sick and the servant at his house... Nellie is like taking care of him and then he asks her about Heathcliff and she's like well that's a long story like there's a lot to this that I need to tell you but I don't want to bore you and he's like I'm sick <laughs> like nothing better to do than to tell me basically princess bride styling it mm -hmm. uh should we now tell how the movie did that first part well what do you want yeah nope okay <laughs> almost you got, there you got a thought okay yeah so then how the book plays out is cat go away. <laughs> Guys, the cat is like in my lap. I love kitties, but he's clawing to the blanket. He won't leave. He's like, I love you. Let me stay. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. You're so pretty. Come to my lap, look, dude. Bree loves Come here. No, go away. I love you, but go away. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry I interrupted your story. <laughs> uh, so basically, the book, the narration of the book is Nellie's story, but Lockwood is telling it to us. It's Lockwood's recantation of the story he's been told. Whereas in the movie, <laughs> you're at a very broken down house. You're like, yes. what is up with this house? What's going on? And then a woman walks in. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, the f first few chapters basically did not happen. So, the, in the movie. Yeah. No. Lockwood. The movie starts off where Lockwood is uh, just kind of coming in from the storm. And he's like, I need a place to stay. I'm your new tenant type of thing. And I can't make it over there in the storm. So, can I have a guide or can I have a place to stay? And Heathcliff's like no to both of those things and he's like fine i'll just sleep on this chair and it's like he's like super awkwardly trying to sleep no i remember it okay. i remember it okay go uh because he asks for someone to take him and his response instead of just flat out no was we'll go with you to hell oh got it <laughs> And so, okay, so then we don't get to see, apparently, uh, this part, I was like, what? Oh, because I didn't tell that. We tr we did an experiment, and I'll let you know oh, at the yeah. end how it goes, that 
if you see yeah. a movie before a book, do you like the movie more? And so I tried that and we'll see how that goes. Um, so I watched I the movie and then I started reading the book and I was very confused because all of a sudden Catherine Jr., whatever we call her. Yeah, little Catherine. Little Catherine is like practicing like witchery <laughs> and all this sort of stuff. I'm like, what the heck is happening? It was so confusing. And then uh, it's only that one meeting. Whereas Lockwood comes back at least twice. In the book, yep. and uh, and then he is asked like he's like oh, little Catherine is like okay, you know this is in the movie. Little Catherine's like okay, you know she doesn't say anything. She just is like brings him to a bedroom and he's like, but the master doesn't let anyone sleep in here and don't put anything by don't put a candle by the window, and he's just like okay, but you know and then what does he do? Put a candle by the window and then this these this ghost lady comes in and like attacks him which we find out is Catherine. Big Catherine. This I also had a problem with this uh in the book book Lockwood never runs out of the room. He just starts screaming in the room when she attacks him. Mm-hmm. And Heathcliff comes in and is like, "Did you see her? I want to see her." And yeah. it's like freaking out. In the movie, he runs out of the room and Heathcliff doesn't like run into the room like Heathcliff in the book went into the room, freaked out with him and then kicked him out and locked himself in the room in the movie. No, Lockwood just freaking leaves. Yeah. Yep. And so that was pretty much the last we saw of Lockwood until the end. Yep. And then so then we get to the Grange in the book where he's sick. And then and she starts telling him the story. Yep. And what is her story? All about Heathcliff and Catherine. There's a ton, guys. And I really only remember the like parts that were different in the movie. Yeah, that works. Like, basically, now we're at the Grange. And basically, Nellie is telling her story. And Catherine's dad went on a trip into town, which also, like... Do they ever explain? Like it was like a. It was a few days away. A few days, yeah. They didn't it was explain a long trip. in the, in the movie very well. They explained like, he was supposed to bring him a present because it was a long trip, but they didn't explain how long. Yeah, but then I also feel like the doctors were in the town, and I feel like they got them pretty quick. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> it was, anyway, it was confusing. <laughs> the town is apparently far away, and. So he's on this trip, and when he comes back, he's like, guys, I brought you something. And the kids are <laughs> obsessed with their gift. And he's like, I got you something even better. And here's this kid. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> right. And it was like, he, he was described as a gypsy. So he was, uh-huh. at that time, would be not... Uh, Essentially homeless. Yeah. So not well to do, not well kept. Yeah. And the mom in the book was not happy, too. She was like, we already have our own kids to feed. Now we have another kid. And in the movie, I didn't see her very upset. I didn't even think I saw the mom. I think she was in the background. Okay. We saw the kids. Yeah. And I don't even think that they explained that, like, the toys were crushed or anything. I think it was just no no gifts. Yeah, it was no gifts. It was. Yeah. It was, here's your new brother. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, this is Heathcliff, this gypsy kid. And 
of course, the two kids are like, ew, gross. I don't like him. See, and they didn't do that very well in the movie either because right off the bat, Catherine likes him. Catherine automatically is like, oh, hey. Which I found shocking when I read the book. I was like, oh, she didn't like him from the beginning? (laughs) All right. No, no. That's why I love this story so much. (laughs) Um, So then we basically get the story of their bonding and how she doesn't like him at first but then over time because he kept having to go to her classes with her and things like that they were the same age range because her brother was it her brother edgar <laughs> her brother uh, not Harriton. he not Heathcliff. <laughs> oh Harriton is the kid um and Henley. 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 Her brother Henley. Henley. Okay. Uh, is a few years older and he doesn't want anything to do with either of them. Uh, and so they just, their bond forms and Heathcliff becomes a cute kid because he's smitten with Kathy. <laughs> yep. And then, and the movie just goes so quick. In the movie, it it's really like, does. It's like, and the movie takes place when they're already in their, like, 20s or whatever. Uh-huh. Whereas this all happens when they're kids. They go to classes together. They, yeah. They, like, um... All the love scenes between them in the book are, like, when they're, like, 10, I feel like. Or, like, yeah. 12. And when we but say love scenes, it's, like... It's not even love scenes. Yeah. Scenes. It's, Catherine basically stood up for him when her brother was being a jerk to him. Essentially, that was their love scenes. Yeah. But in the movie, they were, like, laying in bed together. Uh, it was nothing, My like, note is Heathcliff and Catherine cuddling. In book, they kiss maybe once. <laughs> I was so mad. And, like, two scenes right off the bat with them are them, like, hardcore, like, I was like, guys. You need to finish that thought because it sounds like hardcore might be something <laughs> else. <laughs> Hardcore cuddling. Yes. (laughs) There was no naked scenes. There was no sex scenes in this. No. It was all just laying in bed, like heads on chest. Laying in bed, laying in the crags, like on the rocks. Oh, yeah. But there was one (laughs) where there there was that one. Yeah. yeah, Where like their heads were on, or Catherine's head was on his chest, like they and everything like that. So it was not anything horrible. No. But when you've read the book and you're expecting a love story, and when children. I say love story, it's like quotations love story because it's with kids. So it's just their relationship growing so that hopefully they could get together. And then not reading the or watching the movie first. I totally did not imagine like I imagined them as kids when it was mentioned yeah. But then it kind of went out of my head that, oh, yeah, they're kids at this point, And <laughs> it went back to them being adults. So you're like, duh, this yeah. is how it's supposed to yeah. be. <laughs> so no. when you freaked out, I was like, why is she freaking out? Like, it's like there are way worse movies out there with inappropriateness. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, I guess if it was kids, that would be kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. It's yeah. supposed to be kids. So yeah. I understood that now. Anyways. Uh, so then we're at them meeting the Lintons. When they meet the Lintons, the Lintons, 
they're like neighbors who live in the Grange Grange right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And so Heathcliff and Catherine are what doing what they like to do best, which is avoiding Henley and avoiding chores and avoiding doing housework and running about everywhere playing together. And they run over to the Grange because they hear that there's new tenants over there. So they're like, I'm going to go and check it out. And so they go and they look and they're watching through the window and they're watching them play. And then they're like loud and the kids look over and see them and then they get called in. But then because Heathcliff is Mr. Gypsy Heathcliff, they don't want him to stay, but they let Catherine stay. So then Heathcliff comes home in a rage, mad, upset. Why did they let her stay and not me? (laughs) (laughs) This does not happen in the movie. (laughs) No, it happens very oddly. I mean, it sort of happens, but it happens weird. So apparently in the book, too, Catherine, their dogs, the Linton's dogs attacked like her foot. They bit her foot and which happened in the movie. But the way it happened in the movie was so odd because she gets injured. She gets injured. But then they bring her in like she's almost dead Dead. she's just like laying there yeah it was very odd and then uh so they kick uh heathcliff out and then they keep her for five weeks till she gets better (laughs) that's not why they keep her in the book in the book it's just like hey you're having fun (laughs) yeah and so heathcliff is now super sour and waiting and like i think nelly goes over once and he's like did she Mm -hmm. mention me Mm -hmm. and she doesn't and no. and so he's getting very very bitter jealous yeah. and jealous yes mm-hmm. yep. especially i think this is also when it starts for him where he's like there's a divide i'm the lesser of the two of us yes because edgar and his family have money okay so what happens next is now Catherine comes home and she's very happy and she's mm-hmm. like Oh, but where's Heathcliff? You know, I've missed him. And then, but he. Oh, oh, no, this is super important. Okay, yes, go. So her brother, Henley, in the book has the, in this time when his sister's gone away, because she's been the one who's been like, we can't treat him like one of the servants. He's one of, he's our brother. That's what dad wanted. Because dad died. We missed that part. Dad and mom have both died now. And now. So it's just the siblings and Mm -hmm. Heathcliff. And so. Henley's like, screw this. He's lesser than me. He should be one of the servants. So now that Catherine isn't there, he basically has told Heathcliff, when Catherine comes back, you are a servant. You do not talk to her like you are her friend. You talk to her in your rightful place. So rude. And so then she comes back and she's like, where's Heathcliff? And so he comes out because Henley says, you may greet her. Mm -hmm. And then, but he's not allowed to say anything to her. And mm-hmm. so she's kind of like, well, aren't you happy to see me type of thing? And he has to stay silent, stay silent. And then he just gets kind of, he's still bitter along with being upset at what Hinley has told him to do. And that's kind of even makes a bigger rift in their relationship. relationship. And so that part I thought they did. Yeah, they pretty, did that part. Pretty good. Yeah. And then after this, uh, Catherine keeps trying to talk to him and trying to, like, be kind with him. Okay, so this is all when they're still kids. She In the book. book. She comes back, and they're kids still. And then the parents... Henley. Yeah, it was 
I thought the parents were alive when the Lintons came over for dinner. Maybe not. I think this is what sucks with the movie not following the whole, like, them as kids. It was hard to remember what exactly happened when. Yeah. I think you're right. I think the parents were alive when they first met the Lintons because they were, like, at that point, I feel like they were, like, nine or ten. Yeah. Because I don't, I think they get engaged at, like, 15, I almost feel like. Something like that. But so then they come over and... Heathcliff's just pissed. He's like, I don't want these people here. And he ended up throwing, there ended up being some tiff and he ended up throwing hot applesauce at Edgar <laughs> and Edgar's like sobbing and, and, uh, Isabella, the sister, Edgar's sister was like crying and, and they're like, Oh, Nelly, I think said, you haven't even gotten hit. Why are you crying? And it was, that was a pretty funny scene. But anyway, so then I think is when finally more dates happen between between Catherine and Edgar. Yes. And she is now fancy pants and she's realized, oh, I'm, you know, an upper class. And she's Mm -hmm. like, think she's to do. Yes. And making Heathcliff feel very in the place that Hinley wants him to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a sad scene that happens both in the book and movie mm-hmm. where she like comes to talk to him or no, she comes to get something out of the kitchen or something and he's in there doing his stuff and or no, in the book, he just tells Nellie to tell her. He shows her the calendar and it's like, can you tell her that the X's are for the days that she spent with him and the dots are for the days that she spent with me? I like how the movie did that. Where he like, told where her. Where he's the one telling yeah. her not having Nellie yeah. play the messenger. Because that happens a lot in the book. Nellie's always the go-between for the two. Yeah. But basically, he's been keeping track of how many days she's been with Edgar and how many days she's been with him. And it's not as often as he would like with him. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, why do you keep track of that? Who cares about that? You're so weird, basically. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that hurts his feelings more. And he's like, whatever. So then they... There's a scene where Hinley is super drunk. <laughs> oh, and he had a baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the book and movie are so different. Oh my you guys. gosh, you guys, we're getting mixed up. So much for our, like, we're trying to be, we're trying to well, make it easy for you guys. Because I feel like Withering Heights isn't one that most people have read. So we're trying to. Trying to help, help you guys understand. And we're probably confusing but, you way more. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Uh, This book is long and the movie was not nearly long enough. And I took my notes while watching the movie, but it's not like I could then take notes on everything that happened in between that we're missing. So I'm basically going off of (laughs) what happened in the movie and forgetting. Well, not forgetting because I I keep remembering. Opposite, didn't I? Because I did it after. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so we should probably be following yours. Okay, <laughs> not <laughs> mine. Because <laughs> like, okay, that sounds good. All right, so now, rewind. Uh, Hinley went out and got married, and had a baby, and then his wife passed away during childbirth. So now he is single dad with a baby and he's pissed that he is like he basically 
He's taking his grief of losing his wife out on the world. Yes. And Harriton, is that the kid's name? Mm -hmm. So he basically, Nellie, who is their housekeeper, uh, he's given all basically like, here, you take care of the kid to Nellie. And so um, there's a scene in the book where Hinley gets super drunk and he's holding Hinley over the banister, basically. And he ends up dropping him. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if it was on purpose or accident. Purpose. It was on purpose. Yeah. So he drops the kid, but Heathcliff comes out and catches him. Sure Mm -hmm. enough, then he's pissed that he caught him because he's like, oh my gosh, I just caught... Because he (laughs) hates Hinley for making him feel low and so he's a little pissed about that but then he's like okay well i saved this kid whatever and so then Catherine has this like moment of i don't even know what made her so angry but then she starts she hits harriton she hits nelly and then she hits edgar she's just a spoiled brat yeah and she just is like going off and hitting people Mm mm-hmm which did not happen in the movie. So nope. this the book just shows what a little brat she is. And the movie makes her seem almost like... An angel. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. she, is, she has her moments. She has her moments where she... But she's definitely worse in the book. Yeah. And so... In the book, because the back of the book... I don't think I told you this when we were reading. It literally says doomed love. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is about right. Yeah. Uh, and it's because, like, the relationship that you're rooting for is really, like, She's not healthy in it. He's not healthy in it. It's very red flag. Edgar's not healthy. No, either. it's all bad. <laughs> yeah. So then it goes to a scene that happened both in book and movie where Catherine comes in and tells Nellie, like in the kitchen, Nellie was working on something and Catherine comes in. And she's like, oh my gosh, guess what? Edgar just asked me to marry him. And I found it very interesting that... In the book, she found she was seemed kind of worried from the start. Like, what should I say? Like, is this yeah. the right thing? Whereas in the movie, she's like, so what should I say? Like, what I did like, she seemed excited while questioning what she should say. Versus yeah. in the book, she was nervous. Nellie was like, she came to me and you could tell something was up something was on her mind but she also in the book she didn't want to tell nelly she kind of just sat around kind of like are you gonna talk to me yeah whereas in the movie it was like nelly i need you yes and so little be known to Catherine that heathcliff is in the kitchen too and he's sitting there and listening and nelly's asking her i think this pretty much happened this first part like it did in the yes book it's pretty good um up until my part yeah she's like well what should i do and nelly's like well what does your heart tell you like what do you want to do and she's like well you know i'm i need to marry edgar because he's like the right class and like marrying heathcliff would be uh a disgrace disgraceful and so like that and then in the movie that's when heathcliff gets up and leaves he's uh like okay but Mm -hmm. then she says but that's where my heart lies or something like that she says in the book our souls are made the same oh (laughs) our souls are made the same line not in the movie (laughs) same line (laughs) (laughs) all right so the line reads 
It would degrade me to marry Heathcliff now, so he shall never know how I love him. And that, not because he's handsome, Nellie, but because he's more myself than I am. Whatever our souls are made of, his and mine are the same. And Linton's is as different as a moonbeam from lightning or frost from fire. So sweet. Yeah, true love. Yes, but Heathcliff had left after she said that it would be a disgrace. Yeah. So... But in the movie, he, Nellie, oh, she's like, yeah, I think Heathcliff, you know, heard that. And she says he heard up until this point. Whereas Mm -hmm. in the book, she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Heathcliff heard some of that. And Catherine's like, no, no, he didn't hear any of it. And like is convincing herself. Yeah. So she doesn't know how much he heard in the book. Yep. Which I found interesting. I think it's to, I think it's to show her red flags. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. This girl is crazy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but anyways. Okay. Then in the in the movie, she runs out like screaming for Heathcliff. Like, where is he? You know, because she knows that she, he just heard that it would be a disgrace to marry him. And she's yeah. crying in the rain. And then this is in the book, right? It is in the book, but it's more. um magnified in the movie i feel like she goes out there she sends joseph out there to like go get go find him go find him that's true and she kind of is like worried for him but in the movie she runs out and is like sobbing in the rain and so then it skips uh three years into the future and heathcliff comes back okay so at this point in the book this is when nelly is like okay mr lockwood that's enough for the day you need your rest you're sick you need to heal up maybe tomorrow if you're up for it we'll continue the story and we take a little brief intermission and lockwood's like wow no wonder heathcliff is such a jerk like i can't wait to find out what else happened uh and so we get a little bit of life currently not in the past not told through two different characters. It really reminded me of like the movie Definitely Maybe with Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. he's telling the story yeah. and he comes in and out. It's like, yeah. what a cool way that would have been. I, I was if- so excited. Allie watched, obviously, Allie watched the movie before she read the book, and she, which meant she watched it before me. And so she would be like, I'm watching it. And I was like, oh my gosh, how is it with Lockwood? And she was like, huh? <laughs> I was, like, I was like, the Whoa. guy that was in it for two scenes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang it. I wonder if any of the other movies or shows, or the show I would assume so, but I wonder I if the hope... other movie would have done it like that. I don't know. I didn't want to watch a really old, old movie. Plus, I wanted to link. Right. I mean, Rafe. I'm glad yeah. we chose this one, but. I'm glad you're glad. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it was fun to see. <laughs> That's true. Reef in it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So then Nellie continues her story after a little bit and so now heathcliff comes back after two three years that he's been gone (laughs) but the movie okay yeah what is up with this the book says three years but the movie says two years how hard a big difference is it it is not a big difference (laughs) but it's the fact that it's such a small no, i wasn't talking about for us to talk about but like for the movie right oh yeah it's such a small difference but one that's so easily to get easy to get right. I just, it, just whatever. Okay. So now well, you know why. Why? I bet you it's funny because every time we've 
complained about this <laughs> already. I've been 100%. This was so stupid. What I'm thinking is also stupid because it could have been easily fixed. If it were three years, because of how old he already is, he would have had to age a little bit more. Probably. Yeah, that's probably what they were he doing. He looks like he's in his like mid to late 20s. Yeah. Whereas in the book, this is probably from like 15 to 18. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, but freaking one year. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So in the book, Heathcliff first comes to Nellie and he says, can you please go get Catherine or Kathy? He calls her. Yeah. And when Kathy sees him, she's... Oh, because at this point, too, she's been married. She is married now. She lives at the Grange. she lives at the Grange. And so he went to the Grange and, and Nellie is their um, housekeeper. And so he knocks on the door and she's like, oh my gosh, Heathcliff, it's you. And so she says, or he says to go get Catherine. And she goes and she tries to get Catherine down without Edgar really noticing. But I think Edgar was like, well, who is it? Well, except for uh, this is the part where I also was mad at Nellie. I was like. Nellie, whose side are you playing? I know. Because, <laughs> like, she wanted to keep it a secret for, uh, I was going to say Nellie, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the second Catherine's not in the room, she looks at Edgar and goes, it's that Heathcliff. Right. <laughs> like, what? She didn't want to lie to her master. <laughs> and <laughs> So, yeah. And so the, it was just odd. This is also then the point in time where it is not explained that Heathcliff is now the owner of Withering Heights. So Withering Heights is his. Uh, When it was originally Henley's, in the book, Nellie only speculates. Nellie is like, well, I'm assuming this is what he did, but he never actually came out and told me. In the movie, he explains it all. He explains it like a freaking villain. Like... He was so drunk. He, I can't even. It was gambling. Yeah, he, he gambled lost or something. It all. He yeah, lost all, he was in huge debt, and so he's like, "So I bought it off of him," type of thing. Yeah, and I didn't like that because the movie vilifies him so much more than the book does. The book, I think, he's very, he's a dick too, but he's very, very misunderstood, and I think if. If he hadn't been treated how he was treated, he wouldn't have ended up that way. But basically, they were like, this is your place. This is going to be your place. And he was like, cool, this is my place. But I'm also going to show you up. Fair. Okay. Poor Heathcliff. I know. Allie doesn't like Heathcliff. I don't like Heathcliff at all. I love Heathcliff so, (laughs) so much. All right. It's so bad. (laughs) It is bad. So then... Heathcliff, now here we go. Here's another reason I don't like him. (laughs) He's like flirting with Isabella, who is Edgar's sister. And he's not really flirting. Or movie. In the. Because in the book. book, I don't have. Okay, he's not flirting, but Isabella (laughs) is like swooning over him and he's just kind of been like, okay, yeah, sure, sure. And then finally, (laughs) Kathy is the one who basically sets them up. I know it, that part's funny because she's like pissed about it. But yeah, she also like, is like, fine, fine if you're going to do it, do it. Yes. Which then 
results in them getting Get married. married. So yeah. now, and then she gets mad at him for it, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you said it. Yeah, <laughs> he like, would not have married her. He did not want to marry her, and then you said it. So he was like, fine, I'll marry her. Yeah. Oh yeah. So then Kathy's all upset, right? Because Heathcliff and Isabella are married, and then Edgar gets mad at her too for being upset about this, and she basically says like. I thought that everyone could hate each other, but no one could hate me, says Kathy from the book. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Right before she's really sick. Huh? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this girl. Yeah. I I hate her. So drama. More than anyone else in my this book. Goodness. I'm, I'm almost like Heathcliff. You didn't have to turn out this way because she's she's, she's not crazy. She's cray cray. <laughs> All right. So then. Kathy becomes like suicidal. She's so depressed. In the book, she explains it as she's gonna, her heart's breaking because her two men in her life can't get along because Edgar has basically, did you say that Edgar flipped out already? I said he was very upset. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say flipped out and then I was like, hold up. Uh, so Edgar's flipped out. Heathcliff's flipped out because he's Heathcliff. Um, and basically she's just like, I can't take it, you guys. My heart's going to break, and because my heart's going to break, I'm going to die. And you're like, wow, over dramatic much. Yes, basically. <laughs> but then guess what, guys? <laughs> she does it. She ends up dying, but before we get there, so Edgar was very so uh Kathy's upset or Kathy is very sick. And so Nellie is taking care of her. And then finally, she comes out after like a couple days of taking care of her. And Edgar's like, what's going on? And she's like, Kathy's super sick. And Edgar gets so upset at Nellie for not telling him his wife is sick. Like he, I thought that was so sweet. You didn't think that was sweet? No. He's like, why didn't because you tell me my girl Because he's been ignoring her. Edgar wasn't talking to her on purpose. Well, they were upset with each other. <laughs> They needed their time. No. But then he was like, oh my gosh, my wife is sick. Why wouldn't you tell me? No, that made me mad. I was oh. like, you can't get mad at her. You're the one who's been ignoring her. Nellie was just following your wishes. Nellie also thought that Catherine was being overdramatic and was like, no way is she going to kill herself? And then she was like, mm, she might. Yeah. I don't know about that. So then as Edgar runs in there to care for his loving wife, she goes, she basically says, screw you, I don't love you, to Edgar, and she, like, wants him to leave. And he's just like, uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we hear about Isabella and Heathcliff. And in the book, it's oh, yeah. so much more detailed. So Isabella yeah. writes a letter to the Grange. Yeah. And is saying, she, the first letter is for the brother uh edgar and everybody saying hello you know how are you guys doing blah 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 blah, because they have like disowned her for marrying heathcliff and then the second part of the letter was she's like this is for you only nelly and it's sharing all these horrible things that heathcliff is doing to her mm -hmm. and not even just heathcliff just the gr the withering heights in general like uh yep. the whole joseph house. their servant and henley Hareton. Yeah. It's this everybody over there is horrible. Yeah. So we don't really see that or hear. Yeah. Watch, see that. 
But we do eventually Nellie goes over there and we see that like Isabella's like beat up, which didn't sound like it happened in the book. No, it was more like a lot of emotional, emotional abuse than rather than physical. physical. I think it's implied a few times, but I don't think it was obvious. It was obvious that she was um, traumatized from it. Yeah. But the movie made it look like he had just been wailing on her. Right. Yeah. And so when Nellie visits in the book, she stays downstairs for a while. Uh, Isabella stays downstairs for a while and kind of stands up for herself to Heathcliff. Whereas yeah. in the movie, right away, he takes Isabella upstairs and is like, go away. Okay. So another thing is, I feel like Joseph, who we haven't even mentioned really at all. No. Who is the servant butler guy. Was it because he's barely in the movie? He's barely in the movie. He was horrible in the book. Oh, he's a dick. And in the movie, he just kind of was like... He was there for two seconds, yeah. 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 So... But also, guys, let me find you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. So Joseph is basically the butler. I take it. Again, it's like set in old times, so (laughs) I'm just assuming that's what he is. He's like like another house person helper thing reading his speech is horrible it's like you can tell he's not supposed to be someone who's well educated uh because his how they spell things is horrible guys i'm gonna read you just little little i'll read like one sentence because i'm not even gonna be able to read one sentence uh to maester no, but just buried and Sabbath, not ord, and to sand. Oot's <laughs> gospel still eat your lugs and ya dar be liking. <laughs> what the hell did I just read? <laughs> Somehow the audiobook understands yeah. what Thank he God. says. It so, takes me, I have to sit there and I'm pretty sure it's the master. I think nothing just buried and Sabbath isn't over yet. And the something out gospel still in your lungs and you dare be liking it. <laughs> no idea. A lot of his stuff, I have to basically just guess. Some of his stuff is really easy to understand, even though it's things like that. Like, yeah, just kidding. The next one isn't even worse than the one I just read. Uh, but there's certain ones where it's like something easy, like, no, you can't go outside. It's raining or something yeah. like that. But then you give me two paragraphs long of that. Oh, my gosh. Sir, can you not? <laughs> but anyways. Okay. So then we are all of a sudden. Kathy is still in her depressed, sick state. Mm-hmm. And then she has a baby. <laughs> yeah, they don't explain that in the movie or the all. book. Really. Or the book. The book is literally a sentence where if you do not catch it, you miss it. Let me see if I can find that sentence for you. All right. So if you read this too quick or if you're like Allie and you just listen to the book and <laughs> don't pay attention to certain parts like I would, uh, you'll miss this. It literally is such a brief thing and it doesn't flat out say Catherine is pregnant. It says, ah, I thought myself 
She might recover, so waited on as she was, and there was double cause to desire it, for on her existence depended that of another. We cherished the hope that in a little while Mr. Linton's heart would be gladdened and his land secured from a stranger's gripe by the birth of an heir. So that's her whole pregnancy, you guys. So <laughs> In the book. <laughs> in the book. And the, and movie, the movie, basically. I mean, they didn't say anything, but all of a sudden she's having a baby. Also, mind you, as I've been telling Allie this whole time before we read this book, that this was a love story. And this happened in chapter 13. And there are 34 chapters <laughs> because so, after she has her baby, what happens? She dies. <laughs> so ta-da! Great love story. <laughs> but now they named her baby I, Catherine. I really got a text from Allie going, what the fuck? I thought you said this was a love triangle. <laughs> I did not use that language. <laughs> WTF. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, so uh, <laughs> guys, I'm Captain America. <laughs> no Watch one gets your that. language, <laughs> not from the meme, from the movie <laughs> language. Anyways, um, so Kathy dies. They named the baby Kathy mm. or Catherine. So right then and there, my brain's like, okay. Yeah, this is when it gets really confusing because next thing you know, everyone starts having kids and they're all naming each other after each other. Yes. And so, and then in the movie, not that it matters because almost like none of this happens in the movie. Oh, no, it does. This part does. Sort of. But this actress who plays Catherine also plays her daughter. Daughter Catherine. So it's like, Yeah, that's it's like, the worst. I That was so stupid. Once I realized that, I was like, hmm. Well, I mean, it's described as looking like her no it wasn't no it was not it was described he looked she looked more like edgar edgar mm-hmm. yeah that's weird mm-hmm. okay they just didn't want to cast another right <laughs> too much money so yeah. then okay a lot of stuff happens when kathy Catherine mm-hmm. was a baby so at this point in the book isabella basically writes to i can't remember if it's nelly or the whole Oh, no, it is to Nellie because she's like, Edgar's not going to be able to take this pain with him just losing his wife. But I need you to know uh, I am with child and I do not want it to be raised by Heathcliff at all. So I am leaving. I'm going to go find a place far, far away from here. I don't want anyone to know where I am. This is for the best so that Heathcliff can't find us. In the movie, she just disappears. (laughs) Yeah, she's just not there. And uh you don't find out that she's pregnant. You don't find out anything. And the next time you see Heathcliff randomly, guess what? He's got a child, Linton, who's like 14 already. <laughs> yes, Linton. She named their yeah. son her Maiden former... Name. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like me naming my kid Smith. Come on, Although Smith. Smith would be a cute name for a boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Smith. Come here, Smith. Come here, Smith. Smithy. Smithy. Okay. Anyway, better than Linton. I mean, I, I guess I could hear Linton being a name. Yeah, but my thing is, is what was her thought in that? Like the kid, at some point, even if she hadn't died, would probably want to end up meeting its father. And I feel like knowing that it was named after the guy who I hate, right, would make me hate this kid a little bit. Like, yeah. 
So odd. So now, at this point in the story, our love triangle shifts from Catherine, who just died, to little Kathy. Gosh. <laughs> uh, so we now are seeing the children grow up. We are seeing... Wait, so first we have to say that Isabella died. Oh, yes. So yes, Isabella yes. died, and then... I think I, like, t- touched on it briefly. Yes, and then uh, uh, Edgar went and got his nephew. Yes. And then Heathcliff, like, found out about it, and was like, okay, that's my kid, though, so mm-hmm. bring him to me. So, yes. And what? so... And Catherine, at this point, little Catherine, has already gotten attached to him, and is like, no, I don't want you to leave. Yes. It was so nice having my cousin here. Yes. And so then... But now he's over with Heathcliff. Oh, this is also... In the book, uh, before this happens, little Kathy has been sneaking over to Withering Heights without her dad knowing mm-hmm. and started having little play dates with Hareton, her other cousin from her mother's brother. <laughs> this is when this gets really confusing, guys, with like the lineage and who's who and what's what. Um, but she's been having play dates with Hareton, and it's essentially Catherine and Heathcliff. It's the Hareton hasn't, although Hareton is Ed, not Edgar. Henley. I keep wanting to call her brother Edgar. Uh, Henley's kid, so he's not technically gypsy or anything like Heathcliff, just because of how he's been raised, how he's been in such a dark house, and how the house is depressing. He's grown up not the best suitor for her, but they start to kindle a friendship, kindle a relationship, but then... Nellie I love Nellie but I also dislike her because I feel like she causes a lot of the strife in the book (laughs) definitely Uh, but Nellie tells little Kathy that she is Hareton's cousin and she freaks out she's like no I cannot be um so in the movie Nellie gets there is telling her to come home and is like you shouldn't be playing with him don't get feelings for him that's your cousin and she just goes oh how is he yeah (laughs) and doesn't freak out like she does in the book yeah so she's like almost like offended that that would be her cousin type of thing because how could someone so lowly be my cousin right he doesn't even know how to read exactly so now linton is now over there with heathcliff and harriton and all that yes and And he's the only like well to do and somehow he kind of keeps that even though he also kind of becomes a dick right and so I don't really remember in the movie, in the movie, their love story really happening. In the movie, it jumps so much and there's not really. So they're supposed to. So, yes, they're cousins and she's falling in love with her cousin. I was going to say, she's falling in love with both of her cousins. Yes. And apparently I remember very clearly in English class when I read this book talking about how that was a common thing and that it wasn't unheard of (laughs) and all i could think of is that's disgusting (laughs) which probably means our ancestors forever ago we're probably all related somehow yeah probably Mm. (laughs) gross interesting so uh yeah so in the book they're like writing letters back and forth even though Mm -hmm. her father has because her dad has gotten really sick and so she has he has told her not to talk to him because he's now heathcliff's problem and he hates heathcliff well, he doesn't hate Cl- Heathcliff. Heathcliff hates him, is oh, yeah. what he says. Yeah. But 
Keyford uh, is a bad man. Yes. And so we don't ever really see all these love letters and everything like that. But then one day, uh, Catherine's just so like upset. She's like, what will I do if uh, you or, you know, or my dad die? I'm going to be so sad. And I freaking love Nellie's response. She's like, no one knows. You might die before we do. What a comfort that is. Like, know, right? like, oh, you're sad this uh, might happen, but guess what? This might. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, you could die first. But, but also, how has Nellie survived? That's all what I'm saying. Nellie and Joseph, like they're yeah. just like, yeah. oh my gosh. But anyways, so then now it's to the point where uh, Kathy, little Kathy, keeps sneaking over, and mm-hmm. then finally she goes over, and this time Linton is terrified. <laughs> Is he both of those things? I think so. But okay. it's mainly sick. That's what like gets her to stay. I also got that he's like freaking out. Like he's like, oh my gosh, Heathcliff is coming. He's coming. Oh, Unless we're yeah, thinking yeah, of yeah. a different time. Yeah. Well, I so I think the book never says it out loud. <laughs> says it out loud. <laughs> book never states this. You just Linton is getting sick. And it's like a degenerative thing. So I'm, I almost think it's like leukemia, pneumonia, something like that. So like, this is the start of it. And then on top of that is he's getting paranoid about Heathcliff. Got it. Okay. So yeah, he's freaking out saying Heathcliff's coming. He's coming. And Kathy's just like, okay. And, uh, he's like sobbing all over her. And finally Heathcliff comes and captures Kathy. And then what happens he forces her to marry him that's right that happened did it go that quick in the in the book like right uh, then and there he's not like, then and there he yeah. says you're gonna marry him tomorrow yeah and she's like can i please go home my dad is dying blah blah blah, yeah. blah. like let me just be with my dad until he dies and then i'll come and marry him like i want to marry linton so you're not forcing me into anything yeah and he's like no it has to be tomorrow yeah but in the movie didn't he just keep oh. her there he kept her there like and right as they signed it he locked her away uh-huh. yeah yeah whereas she went home for a mm-hmm. little bit yeah she did and i was like okay got to be with her dad before he died yeah but then heathcliff in the book once dad dies and everything like that he gets kathy they get married heathcliff <laughs> well heathcliff gets kathy and, and then marries her dad him dies to Linton. Linton. <laughs> he doesn't marry Kathy. No, he doesn't. <laughs> and she, he kind of just like smacks her around. Yeah. 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 But then there's Linton who he's like, she deserves to get hit because she was mean to me. Yeah. I'm just like. Well, also what? too, because he starts to see her be kind to Harriton. Not oh, yeah. like he's super kind. Yeah. Okay. Because she's still kind of butthurt over the fact that they're cousins. But now that she lives in this place and has no friends, she's like, oh, you might be a friendly person. Like, it's nice with Linton, but Linton's so scared and so sick. There's not much he can do. So I need another friend. That's when Nellie's story ends. And so now in the book, we are back to Lockwood being like, oh, wow. So, like, we're up to date. That's Mm -hmm. as much as Nellie knows. And then he goes over to see them yeah Catherine was a brat to 
Harrington, who's trying to learn how to read because yeah. he sees that Kathy likes to read. And then she's just sitting there making fun of him because he can't read. Yep. And so he throws her book into the fire and then she gets all pissed off. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. <laughs> it's it's because she's been in that house for so long that right. everyone's rubbing off on her. Then Lockwood goes away for six months and he comes back. And, and everything has changed. Yes. And now... Heathcliff has died. died. Oh, Heathcliff died and Linton died. And mm-hmm. now Kathy and, and Harrington are, are married. In love. Are they married or are they just in love? They're not yet married. Not yet married. They're engaged. Yes. And it's like none of this happened in the movie. It happens, but it happens so quickly that like if you blink, you miss it. Yeah. <laughs> basically, like. They don't do it well. No. Basically, the movie shows that Heathcliff died. Uh, no, it's pretty much he, the main It also thing. shows that she marries Linton. Okay. And that Linton dies because that's how Heathcliff then owns everything that yeah. wasn't his. Which is why he wanted to, start to get married. Yep. Yep. Because essentially, since he couldn't have Catherine, he wanted everything that they said he couldn't have. So he owned Withering Heights already. He wanted to own Thrushcrosh Grange. And in marrying his kid to little Kathy, that made that happen. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty much the end right there. Yes. But my favorite part is that Hareton is basically Heathcliff 2.0, but he gets his story with his Kathy. And so in that, he turns his life around and becomes a good person. And that's why I love Heathcliff because of that. The fact that if he was able to get that love, he wouldn't have been who he was. And then he's just so petty because in the book, they don't outright tell you his plan about getting owning all the land. It's just subtle little things like, oh, and then he had the deed. (laughs) And then, oh, and then he owns Withering Heights. And then it's like, oh, I see what you're doing here. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also get really sad because on his gravestone, because they don't know when he was born because he was a gypsy. Mm. So they only put his death date. Sad. Yeah. So then I'm like, what did they do when he was a kid? Did they celebrate a birthday? Did they just not? Like, Maybe they celebrated the day that they brought him home. Oh, I hope. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> um, I also put a note and <laughs> it said, this felt like it didn't have a coherent plot. And... It feels like they jump around so much. I was confused. How'd you like watching it first? <laughs> we want to do that before the cast? Yeah. Might okay. As well. well, how'd you like doing it, watching it first? Watching it first it? versus yeah. reading it? Yeah. It wasn't too confusing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got the gist of it. Yeah. There were certain things I was like, okay, that's kind of odd. Like the, the, She's just like dying when they <laughs> yeah. brought him to the Lintons or whatever. Yeah. But overall, it wasn't too bad. It yeah. wasn't too confusing. Good. Yeah. Good. Because I've read the book four or five times. <laughs> I feel like that's how it is, though. Like like with us and Snape's memory. Yeah. We were like, that must have been so confusing. I bet it was like. Oh, that's true. Super <laughs> obvious. And everybody's like, no, I was ready. I understood it. That's true. But, so I wonder if it's just like. When you know all this detail and you're like, what about this, this, this? It's so important. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. So I don't know. It wasn't too bad. All right. So we got some casting. 
So we have 23 people who are in this movie. That's a whole lot different than the 200 Harry and Potters. something. Yeah. <laughs> we're in a whole new boat, guys. Yes. So we're going to do them pretty quick since we don't have seven or eight films to sprinkle th- through. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Juliet Binoche, thank you, was <laughs> Kathy and little Kathy. I like her enough. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. That what works. do you think? I thought she was good. Yeah. I really have no s- casting issues oh, at all. Well, that's good for you. <laughs> okay. I'll just go. You can answer. Yep. So my answer is they're good for all of them. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, Rafe. Uh, as Heathcliff. Fucking great. <laughs> uh ali made a good note do you remember what your note was that he was super sexy when he was like (laughs) you didn't tell me that when he was like the like the right when they at the very beginning when he's like kind of like a little dirty dirty (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to find the right word grungy yes thank you I don't know. I thought he looked really nice. I think he looks really good in this movie. Yeah, which I was shocking. I mean, going from Voldemort to that. But (laughs) what was my other note? (laughs) How he was a villain in the last one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because it was Voldemort and now he's a villain in the... (laughs) Is that not what you were going to say? All right. So Allie and I, we go on weekly walks, right? On Mondays. And... Just this last week, we were talking about it, and she was like, I think it's really cool because we just saw him as a villain because he didn't know how to love, and now he's a villain because he loves too much. There you go. (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) Because he's sexy? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Uh, Nelly was played by Janet McTeer. I wish it's I, the writers. I wish they wrote this part properly. I wish she was the one actually telling the story because the whole entire time, this Emily Bronte character is freaking narrating the story when it should have not been. So I wish that they had her narrating. I know. Why cast another person when it could have just yeah. been Nelly? Yeah. I don't know. It makes no that sense. That was weird. Edgar Linton, Simon Shepard. Okay, I have problems with him. Okay. I, I didn't think that his... I didn't like his face. I didn't like him. He didn't seem like... He didn't seem like the perfect juxtaposition for Rafe as Heathcliff. Like, I wanted, like... I don't know how else to, to explain it. It Like, Team Edward, Team Jacob. Like, you don't know who you want type of thing. Yes, okay. exactly. Um, And honestly, when I was just looking up actors, the... I typed in blonde actors and the first one that popped up is someone from today's day and age. And I was like, that would have been perfect, but he wasn't born then. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you who that was. Austin Butler, who plays Elvis. He's oh, yeah, yeah. typically blonde. And I was like, he would have been good. But who I came up with is Mark Paul. Oh God. Sorry. Everyone who's listening. Probably Mark Paul Gosselar. A.K.A. Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He's in one of my favorite Christmas movies. And I didn't realize it was him until I was, like, looking up actors. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I my gosh. Him. He's so good. Yeah. 
I was scrolling and I saw his face and I was like, he like teenage him. Mm -hmm. Perfect. That's who Edgar should have been. That would have been good Mm -hmm. because that would have been right around that time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jeremy Northam played Hinley Earnshaw. I mean, he was a jerk. (laughs) Do you realize that this whole podcast we've been calling him Henley? Well, (laughs) it's spelled Hinley. It is Hinley. It is. The second you said it, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Redo. Let's redo this whole thing. No. Um, Sorry, guys. Y'all been yelling at us. Our bad. The the three of you who've actually read this book. (laughs) They're like, Brie, this is your favorite. (laughs) You can't remember crap. You don't know the brother's name. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, I think he was fine. (laughs) Yeah, he's fine. Okay, Jason Riddle... Riddington. Riddington. That's not even a hard last name. I can't say anything. It's because I'm not zoomed in again, you guys. There we go. My blind eyes. Oh my gosh. That's so much better. Okay. Played Harriton Earnshaw. Yeah, I liked him. He's grungy. He's good. He almost looked like a young Heathcliff, a young Rafe too, Mm -hmm. which I liked because like I said, it's that he's Heathcliff 2.0. Yep. Uh, Robert Demerger. Demerger? Like Joseph. I mean, he was hardly in it. Again, writers. They should have wrote him in it. Yeah. Okay. Jonathan Firth is Linton Heathcliff. He was fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And then we got Paul Jeffrey uh, played Mr. Lockwood. I think he did good. Again, writers, why the hell didn't you keep him in longer? I know. Uh, he was pretty funny. He was the Yeah, he was he super was funny. Really good. I yeah. wish I wish we saw him more. Yep. Emily Bronte. Who was Sneed O'Connor. I wish she wasn't in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she had no need. She was fine for what she was, but it just I wanted to double check and make sure that I'm not crazy. Yeah. The book starts with Lockwood getting to the house. I don't get why they have Emily Bronte finding this house. It just, it makes no sense. Yeah, no, it makes no sense. I don't get why they put her in it. it me She's insane. so angry right now. You guys. I'm very angry. I can't, oh my gosh, it makes no sense. Just have Nellie freaking narrate the whole movie. You could have saved a whole bunch of money. But anyways, that was it book or movie <laughs> what do you prefer Brie <laughs> I think we know what I prefer <laughs> so I think our experiment worked I've been waiting to tell you on camera or on, on camera on no! microphone <laughs> you liked that movie <laughs> I wouldn't say like like I wouldn't be like I go like you with the book you you're like i really want to reread this book i wouldn't go out to watch it again but if i was handed both of them like you with the first harry potter which would you choose i would watch the movie again over the read the book this whole time i've been talking shit i thought you were on my side well 
wanted a genuine reaction on tape when I said it. I can't believe it. Oh, I thought I was just lazy. I thought that's why it worked with me with Harry Potter. So I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was uh, wow. our little experiment or. If it was because it was a book written in the 1800s. I know you like reading the book first, but we're going to have to do it again. Okay, we'll try again. (laughs) Oh, Oh my gosh. Okay, well, then I'm going to make it very clear for everyone. I chose the book. Yes. I almost said I chose the movie. (laughs) Oh, I really thought. She's like crying right now. She's so mad at me. I'm so shocked. I couldn't believe it. I was like, no way. Uh, I've never been that shocked. <laughs> it's almost like I'm like laughing so hard I'm crying, but I'm not laughing. You are laughing. Now I am. <laughs> oh, gosh. That was worth, like, I really almost told you, like, weeks ago or whenever we finished it a week ago. But I was like, yeah, that's going to be really funny to watch. Uh, on, <laughs> it's an Amber Heard thing. <laughs> We'll re we'll re try our experiment. Oh my goodness. We'll let you know every time. Yeah, we will. But anyways. That was hilarious. I'm glad you did that. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so that was for this week. And then we so but now we get to do some It's about to be spooky, spooky season. Yes. Next week, October. Oh my gosh, how is it October already? I really for a second thought we were physically almost in October and I was like what no we aren't I'm trying to make the illusion all right uh it's yeah al- it's what? almost October what no uh yeah we're recording this like second week of August right now so mm-hmm. but we are doing Stephen King all month yeah of October mm-hmm. he is one of my favorite authors. I've never read Stephen King until we just started obviously I've mm-hmm. only ever apparently read Harry Potter and Hunger Games and Maybe. I almost said Twilight, but you haven't even read no, Twilight. I haven't read Twilight. A couple, a handful of other books, but that's it. <laughs> but anyways, bad. so no, it's been, I'm, it's actually kind of fun because I'm reading the second one that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. How much similarities he has in his writing. Mm-hmm. I've never read a book that are different, like not like Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter but mm-hmm. like two different oh, entirely same stories author. from the same author. Well, my favorite thing about Stephen King is like I had told you he everything in his world is connected mm-hmm. we'll get into this more in the next episode but everything's connected well it's also not and that's one of my favorite things I love having been the reader of a lot of his other books being like oh my gosh this is from this book or oh my gosh yeah this is that yeah, so yeah. it's been fun. So I hope we can do his books justice with our I think silly we can. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so tune in. Yeah. Some spooky, oh. spooky stuff. We didn't even say what's next when oh, we, we did say it. We the next Stephen King. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Next book we're doing, guys, is Misery. Misery. Oh my gosh. I'm super excited about. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited to tell you guys about it. I'm excited to record that one for yes, sure. Yeah. Do. I'm ready. That'll be fun. I'm ready to watch it. I know. 
All right, you guys. So that was that. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Yes. You're surprising me more and more every day with our numbers. You know, we've um, only released two, but we watch those numbers all the time. We're like, oh my uh-huh. gosh, people <laughs> are listening. Heck? Watch it by now. Was what? Episode nine. We're going to drop. Like, we're going to drop. <laughs> Have no one else. <laughs> Withering Heights. Who cares? Gross. <laughs> you never want to read that. <laughs> but anyway, so if you stuck with us. Thank you. Thank we appreciate you. it. Yes. And we will. Plus, think of it this way. We are reading the book for you. So if you're one of those people who are like, oh, Withering Heights is classic, but I don't want to read an old book. That's we okay. just gave you the Cliff Notes version yes. of it, but very poorly. Yeah. So if you're like trying to listen to this because you have to read it for school. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's <Don't>, dumb. <laughs> no. We, We're not going to I mean, do that. it, but don't come after us if you fail. Yeah. Not our fault. Mm-hmm. Cheaters never prosper. Or maybe write a paper about how Heathcliff, Catherine, and Edgar are essentially Hareton, little Kathy, and Linton. But you got to read the book to figure <laughs> yeah. that out. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for sticking with us. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, we would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed and gave us five beautiful stars. You can also follow us on Facebook at Offscript and Instagram at Offscript Podcast 21. Shout outs to Ashley McGee for our adorable logo art. And Adam Daniel for our incredible theme song. And our one and only Brie for our editing. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> See you next time.